G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. week of sports bruh I, I don't know for you but for me it's been a real interesting week i just want to say that uh rob was wrong a lot this weekend <laughs> i'm gonna say man fuck this weekend nigga i don't give a shit about none of this shit man fuck all y'all <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful thing when you know i'm right that stuff like this makes me want to put money on it I'm, I mean, we didn't, but just the fact that no, I, I was, was ready to hit you with. up too. I was ready to hit you up, like, "Yo, let's go, bro, Deshaun, nigga." And thank God, I just held my tongue. <laughs> I, you would be more in debt than you already are. I'd be like, All right, so when you paying me back, <laughs> that shit. I'm like empty them pockets. But anyway, my name is Jarrell Dapper J. My co-host is Rob Bobby G. And uh, it's another episode of a Thousand Jumpers, man. You know, thank you guys for listening, for tuning in, for taking time out of your day to press play with us. That was a little extra. I mean, we getting these numbers up, man. I'm trying to trying to increase our revenue, bro. Oh, man, you got here spreading fake love. Shout out to y'all, man, for listening. Ain't no fake love. <laughs> if you press play on us, I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. I do, too. I just don't want to sound like... You you made it sound like a cute sweat song. <laughs> I don't even know how that goes, but all right. Shout out to the OG man. And he showed love to uh, my skit, so it's always good when you see cute sweat, bro. What? No. Why would that be the case? <laughs> I've met cute sweat a couple times. Like, like it says, always good. Like he just give you money or something. Like, I mean, what if he does? Why would it be now good? He doesn't do that anymore. Nah. Like, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, why would it be good if I saw him keep sweating? I'd be just indifferent. Like, oh, word. Are you in front of me in the line? Get the fuck on, nigga. Yeah. Keep but, um, sweat. <laughs> now, we got a lot to, to touch on, man. So, let, let's get straight to it. This division. I, honestly, I think this playoffs is shaping up to be uh, one of the best NFL postseasons in recent memory. Um, with it being the 100th season in the NFL, is it's no better feeling that, you know, we we have a really good postseason. It's not a blah where it's like blowouts or anything like that. It's been a, yeah. a memorable games for the most part. So. I, think, I think we've had one bad game so far. What would be the bad game? The Vikings and the 49ers. I mean, let, let's start there. Um, honestly... That it was twenty seven to ten. It really should have been twenty seven three. 
uh, <laughs> San Fran dominated the whole game. Like Kirk Cousins couldn't do anything. The the drive where Diggs scored one that was a horrible thrown ball and a spoon <laughs> the corner. He was just the the play before he had got burnt for like twenty five. So maybe he he just literally just mistimed the ball and then just fell. You know it's bad when I catch it and I realize no one's around me and I start running in backwards. Whenever you run in backwards, that's how you know, like, someone right. But other than that, I mean, it was, it was a great game by San Fran. They showed they got the best defense left in the playoffs. Um, once that's Cooks bad. couldn't get going and then you just left it all on one Kirk, it's really nothing. Like, Jimmy G threw that pick, which allowed them to get that field goal to make it, you know, 10 it was like 14 10 and a half but no nah, it was yeah. it was just domination by San Fran they they ran the ball forcibly um <laughs> they their defense shut it down and it was a great it was a great uh overall somebody, display somebody said for San Fran somebody was like man like we're going to get to the Chiefs in the um, Texans game a little later obviously yeah. but um Somebody was like, yo, a team just scores a bunch of points on you? Hey, man, they just had a great game. And it's like, so San Fran just kept punching the Vikings in the mouth, and they just had to deal with it. I, t- <laughs> I was I like, yeah, that's this. sad. I literally tweeted this. When Kirk Cousins threw the pick to Richard Sherman, right, <laughs> they ran. They had like an eight-play drive. They ran every play up the middle <laughs> and scored, bro. <laughs> the game ended on that drive. It was like, all right, they literally broke their will. If I run this pretty much the same play up the middle, whether it was a, a two back uh formation or a single back formation, Half eight back plays back. in a row. Yo, that's that's when you do when you got a good running back on Madden and you just keep all of them. No huddle. No huddle, no just run. <laughs> oh, no one's wild. George Kittle was one of NBC's player of the game, right? And you're like, you know, George Kittle, top two, depending on who you ask, maybe he's the best tight end, right? You look at his stats. He had three catches for 16 yards. And then you think, why is he a player of the game? With a stat line like that, fam, he was single-handedly blocking Everson Griffin, who's one of the better defensive linemen in football, by himself. Everson Griffin did absolutely nothing the entire game. <laughs> he literally took out a, a top 10 defensive lineman by himself for the whole game, bro. That's a wild thing to do. They said when they have Kittle in on running plays, this, the Niners average 5.5 yards carry when he's in the game. When mm. Kittle's not in the game, they average 3.3 yards. <laughs> That's like, game, Joe. Like, yeah, man, shit. You think? Like, no, nah, I mean, I get a first down every two carries, but this name on the field. Just going you only got to play one half. They imposed their will. Uh, it was it was great to see, and uh, yeah. So I'm like, all right, Niners win, check. You know, we're gonna see Lamar. He's gonna do his thing, and bro. I I never felt so so hurt, so blown, bruh. Hey, just rewind back to what I said last week. For the people that that. may not have heard last week's episode, elaborate on on your uh, prophetic statement. 
Youngin said it was going to be a blowout. I said it would okay. not be a blowout because they got this one guy over there called Big Motherfucker, man. <laughs> Derrick Henry, man. I told Youngin that he's a beast. And he just kept running over mother. Like, they couldn't stop him. Like, every time. I'm looking like, yo, fam. He just keeps getting five yards. Yo, he, that's another eight. Oh, there goes 60. Like, bruh. So something that I said, not last week, but I've said over the course of this season, and I thought maybe the Chiefs would do it because they have the offensive firepower, where in the two games um, the Ravens had lost in the regular season, they started off slow. Like, a mistake happened, a turnover may happen, and the mm-hmm. opposing team scores touchdowns. So once you're down two touchdowns, you know, they react different. They play different. The Ravens were down 14 nothing, And Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator, fam, he called 70 passing plays. Fam. 70? Fam. 70. And Lamar With Jackson Lamar, was bro? Like, that doesn't even make sense. And it, it, for me, it's just frustrating because, you know, Lamar put up a, a crazy stat line, but obviously it was empty stats, you know, 300 passing on a rushing. All right, guys. That's not, not empty, empty bro. stats. That's empty no. stats, bro. Because he tried his hardest. <laughs> no, like, Lamar did. He did everything in his power, but... You I can't stop these people from dropping seven passes, ten passes. Oh, no, no, no. You, We definitely can't stop what Seth Roberts was dropping. I can't. Snee was dropping. Shoot, that interception was an empty interception. It wasn't his fault. I, I agree with you. The Titans do have ball hawks on the low that oh, people... No, they got... Yo, I told I told people people were like oh, Titans ain't even nice. I told niggas oh, defense is nice. I was like, man, they're not even and good. Everyone was like, bro, they they kind of are. No, I'm not even talking about you because obviously I know you was hating. But I'm like, niggas was really in the drill, legit. Like, uh, Titans ain't even nice like that. I was like, fam, Henry's a beast, and that defense is tough. All Tannehill got to do is make a couple of plays. Tannehill you know, has thrown 180 passing yards in two playoff games. Is what I'm saying, man. Like Derrick Henry, he's the first he's a person beast. in the history of the league to have three straight 175 yard rushing games or more, like ever. That's that's unheard of, bro. You know whether he's it's your Marshall Falk, Walter Payton, Jim Brown, Barry, like none of these. Well, I mean, Marshall Falk would just have to, you know, he catch the ball a lot too, so he wouldn't need 175 rushing yards. But I digress. Um. Okay, Rob. But no, just just he also has a bowl already. So it was like they just punched him in the mouth. And yeah, I mean, I told I told people like this. What did I say this whole year? Lamar Jackson's the MVP. Absolutely. And I said that since fucking week one. I told cats he's the MVP. Why he got this? He got that? And then now, and in this game, we saw exactly what he really had. An average at best offensive line because Tennessee was in that backfield every down. His receivers are shitty as hell. Seth Roberts was like the fifth receiver on the death chart in Oakland. What are we talking about here? Sneed couldn't catch 50 passes in New Orleans. Huh? Fucking Hollywood is 
is like a good home run hitter, but he ain't getting 12 targets a game. Andrews is a solid tight end, but he's not amazing. He's not Kelsey, but he's not Kittle. Like, so, I mean, Lamar. The tight ends they have, whether it's it's Andrews or uh, Hayden Hurst, they have a nice tight end combo, which would go well if they had another receiver that you had to really worry about. Like, Hollywood beat you over the top, so it's like, cool. And their safeties are ball hawks, so they were playing deep. So nothing really was going deep. Exactly. However, there was no one under the middle that you had to worry about. And this what I'm saying. And the difference is, were dropping Hertz, passes. It was a wrap. Hurts and Andrew, they're not like when I say they're not great. Just like yo, they're solid tight ends. Yeah, but they're not walking mismatches. Like when you look at Gronk, it's like oh, I can give him 15 passes a game. Because like he's just a mismatch, Kelsey a mismatch, Kittle a mismatch, like even Waller in Oakland, like. But nah, but I mean, shout out to the um Titans. Though. Like I said, they played smart, efficient football, won that game, man. Yeah, shout out to Dad Henry, able to control the clock, carrying hey. the mantle of the Heisman House. They definitely forced Lamar, they forced the option to go more to the running back. And then when it was Lamar, they had two linebackers like parallel to him. Because, you know, this one linebacker, 9.9 times out of 10, Lamar's going to outrun them. When you got two. That's what I told people. He's not getting This is what I say the whole year. The Ravens was us in 2012, 2.0. How did people finally. Get up, catch up to RG three. There's like, yo, we're just gonna sell out on him every play. If he runs past the school, but if he don't, like, you gotta give the ball up, nigga. We're just going to tackle you every play. But you and that's also what the plan need a team that was super athletic defense. Yeah, that could carry it out. No, no, definitely. Right. You need yeah. a defense that can carry out, and that's the tight. Like I said, the tight had a good defense. Us, it was Seattle. Like we were running exactly. down Bobby Wagner, and it's just like, like man, we can't do nothing. Exactly. That line was moving, it was around and stuff. Like, yo, no, that's what I said. The Titans got a great defense. So yeah, so shout out to them, man. That was a good W. But just watching it, honestly, it was like watching a train wreck or a slow, a slow death where. There was nothing the Ravens could do, but we were watching them try and hoping for a miracle, but nothing was was changing. Yeah, it was like it was like watching the Chargers them face the Chargers last year. I watched the game and I was like, "There's like you know you just know like it's like watching a boxing match when the guy just has the style to beat him, and it's like there's he's in the ring. He might last twelve rounds, but there's no damage that he can do to this man. Like he's just not fit to win this, and I just knew it." They carried out a great game plan, man. Shout out to Vrabel, bro. Yeah, you know, Mike Vrabel uh, looking like one of the more uh, prominent coaches of the Bill Belichick tree. Because, man, let's let's go straight into this Texans uh, Chiefs game. So, for for those who listen to this podcast, Rob's two favorite quarterbacks right now and if I'm wrong you you let me know are Lamar Jackson and Deshaun Watson those are his main two guys that's a fact um, he, he rides for them if if anyone wanted to say yo Rob's a bandwagon I'm gonna chew him out because I'm like you must not know Rob like <laughs> that those are his guys so after you know, the the Ravens lose and we both were sad because we, we both wanted 
you know, Lamar to, to face maybe Mahomes or Deshaun in the AFC Championship game. That's what we wanted, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, Deshaun going to do his thing. And I'm like, I still believe in Mahomes. I've been telling him, like, the defense starting to gel. Um, they've been clicking at the right time, and I, I think they could take him. Right? Now, if you remember against the Texas, I mean, against the Bills, their first playoff matchup, they're down 16 nothing. Mm-hmm. Up in, until three quarters, and then Texans get it together, and they ultimately win. So I'm like, okay, if the Chiefs go up like sixteen nothing, you know, with that offense, that's all they need, and they can pretty much kind of coast. So watching the game, I'm like, all right, I'm still hurt that the Ravens lost. I'm like, okay, maybe the Chiefs gonna make me feel better. You know, first drive, Chiefs. Uh, no, the Texans get the ball first. They're driving. And then they call a misdirection play, great play call, touchdown. I'm like, all right, seven nothing Texans, cool. So it's not going to be a delay like last week. They came ready to play. Chiefs get the ball, you know, three and out on that third down. Kelsey drops the ball, which Kelsey doesn't do often, guys. So I was like, that's okay. all right, that's weird, but okay, this earliest rest. And then I don't know about you, but they've been doing a lot of these new camera angles both in college and in the NFL over the weekend. And every time mm-hmm. they did it, bad things happened. That that might be just my observation. If they did a new camera angle, I'm like, oh, this is a different camera angle. Blocked. And they just take it to the crib. And I'm like, bro, it's really 14 nothing. Like, are you serious, yo? Like, <laughs> and, and here's the thing. This is why I think Mahomes is the great equalizer because Andy Reid is known for time management mishaps and choking and the look on his face when they were down 14 nothing he was like (laughs) crap here we go again so i'm like all right okay chief's gonna do something and and we'll we'll see what happens or whatever chief's gonna do anything the um no wait yeah chief's gonna do anything then the Texans don't do anything, right? They get a three and out. I'm like, all right, Chiefs defense starting to play. They put Tyreek Hill back to return kick set of McCole Hartman. McCole Hartman, dope. He's a pro bowler for a kick returning this year. But, you know, Tyreek, all right, that means he's already hitting the panic button if you're making Tyreek feel kicks in the first quarter. He fumbles, bro. And I'm like... Are you freaking serious, yo? Like, he fumbled too. Alright. He fumbles. Deshaun does what Deshaun does. Scores again. It's like, fam, it is 21 nothing. Chiefs are silent. And again, like, Mahomes, one thing I love about Mahomes is that he don't give up. And that's what, he got the effort button in a way. It's like, yo. We, we tripping right now. They're not better than us. We just are making mistakes. So then the Chiefs drive again, bro. They're driving. And the way they're driving, they're looking like they're going to put the dagger in in the first quarter. And it's a fourth and one on the 13-yard line. And I'm like, all right, they're going to go for it. And they call a timeout to avoid the delay of game. So, you know, when you call a timeout, that definitely means, all right, they're going for it. They're going to make the play the proper play call it's a yard Deshaun's probably gonna get it whatever they bring the field goal team out so I'm looking like maybe they're gonna do a fake oh they kick it <laughs> okay it's 24 nothing all right whatever 
And then McCole Harbin takes it like 67 yards. And then it's like, all right, 24-7. Chiefs is back. Okay. And then the, the literal play of the game, the Texans get the ball back. They go three and out on their own 31-yard line. And they call a fake punt. And they they turnover on downs. Why did they go for it on that series instead of the other series? That would have put the Chiefs away. Once that happened, and then Chiefs score again. Then they kick it off to Houston, and he fumbles. Chiefs score. Once the Chiefs scored again, the game was over, bro. Like, it was over, <laughs> and they were still down 20, 24-21. And you know, people are, are saying saying this, and I saw Colin Coward say it last year. Like Mahomes is the Steph Curry of the NFL in terms of how quick they can just score. They can come from a deficit. Rob, I never seen nothing like it. And it wasn't like Deshaun played a bad game. Like they showed, and I want to say late in the third quarter, Rob, they showed a stat line that said Deshaun and Mahomes. At, at that point in the game, went for 22. They were 22 or 33 uh, in just terms of completion attempts all that. Deshaun had 248 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. That's a really good game. Mahomes had 316 yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. You can't teach that. And other than that, I mean, by then... By the end of the by the end of the half, it was over. Um, I was just watching as a more of a formality. I really feel for Deshaun because it it wasn't on Deshaun. That's Bill O'Brien, bro. Like I think Deshaun saved Bill O'Brien last week uh, in, against Buffalo because Deshaun isn't you know magic man as they people are trying to call him. They should have lost that game. <clears throat> you know Deshaun was like, nah, I put team on my back. And he's putting the team on his back. You know. Freaking Sunday, but Bill O'Brien failed them, bro. And, and yeah, man, Mahomes, that brother special, man. Again, I'm not right a lot, and or even <laughs> when I am right, I, it doesn't exceed my expectations, bro. But that brother Patrick Mahomes, he the real deal, man. Man, he the real deal, bro. Like, and for me, Rob is more the gloater than I am, like. Rob, you know, he like he's more colorful with his words. I don't need that. I'm just like, you see it. Like, that's my man. <laughs> you see it. You First see of all, Fluffy Top is pretty good, man. He's elite, bro. But I mean that's it. I mean, you know, Derek Henry's a Heisman Trophy winner, okay. So is Marcus Mariota. <laughs> one's playing, one's not. So what's your point? He lost his job to Ryan. We don't claim. Tannehill, we, don't claim we don't claim Mariota. We don't like, claim Mariota. Once Mariota. Once Mariota lost me that money betting on him in the national championship game. All bets yeah. were off. You were like screw. Him. Oh, we were. I, 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 yeah, he was done. I kicked him out. I vacated his Heisman and gave it to Reggie. <laughs> I was like, oh, you need another one of these? All right, fuck, fuck you, Marcus. You know, we we took a few of those back. But, yeah, no, Derrick Henry's the man amongst boys. He's going to beat Mahomes. But, I mean, Mahomes, like I said, he cooked. What can you say, man? <clears throat> Can't say nothing. Like, 
Bill Bryan's ass cheeks as a coach. And I hope he gets fired yesterday. He should be fired. You know what I'm saying? If I was him, you know, I would, if he was a player, I'd strip his scholarship. <laughs> Middle of the game, Rob what? definitely called for some of A and T's <laughs> player scholarships before, and I'm like, fam, like it's how they in school. I don't care, bro. <laughs> Hey, bro, I'm all for student athletes getting full rides to school. But guess what? That is on, that's contingent on you being good at what you do. So when you're ass, no more class. Fuck out of here. But yeah. Just, yeah, someone should have fired him halfway through the game. But whatever. I ain't tripping. I just really couldn't believe. And then the fact that they put up that many points and they're like, yo, um, the Chiefs receivers, they're so much better than everyone else. I'm like, if we're being honest, they're really not. But the thing is, they're perfect. Uh, what? The hell of a lot better than the Ravens receivers. Oh, I didn't say the Ravens. If you give Lamar Tyreek Hill, we'll see what we'll, – I'll rematch you right now. <laughs> Come on, Tennessee. I'll fuck you up right now. I guarantee you. Tight end aside, you me- do you think the Texans have better receivers? Then, and, um, I'm not including the tight end because tight end is not in contest. Like, Travis is – That's what I'm better. saying. Like – that's what I'm saying. That's the difference maker because yeah, Hopkins is better than um Tariq Hill. But Tariq Hill than everybody on that team. But Tariq Hill happens to have speed kills. Hopkins can beat you down when you can give him twenty targets in a game and he'll just continuously destroy your defense. That's what that's true. He'll only needs eight targets to to have a good game. Like, he just breaks loose. And then you got Hardman and Robinson, which is like, yeah, they're not, you're right, they're not good receivers. But neither can he still? Is he consistently good? No. Kenny Stills is, Fuller, is better than the majority of their receivers. Will Fuller plays once every eight games. So how good is that? <laughs> well, I mean, Hardman is healthy. Will Fuller is dope. Sammy Watkins is good. Like, Sammy Watkins is better than Fuller. And stills. What? Fuller plays two games a season. Sammy beats him already. I mean, if we're talking health, fine. But Sammy, think about it, right? Sammy was in, he was the star coming in in that 2014 uh, wide receiver class. It's a fact. Shout out to where, where did he go? He went to Clemson. Okay. And you could argue he was. He definitely isn't the best one out of that list, and he's not even top three in his class. He's definitely underachieved. Cool. Yeah, you want to cook it for that observation, sir? <laughs> but I just like, 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 I think what makes Mahomes scary, like, Mahomes has a generational arm. Folks can't throw like that. They don't have the cannon to throw that far and the accuracy to be that precise. And okay. then you have dudes. When pretty much your entire wide receiver lineup runs sub four fours, and then the I think receiving target is. that doesn't run a four four is the best tight end in football, changes game. Here's what I who I compare him to if until he wins a title. Here's who I compare Patrick Mahomes to if we're talking in the NBA. 
I think Patrick Mahomes is Steve Nash. I think so that he's the Steph Curry. Oh uh, yeah. All right, cool. I just I just wanted you to keep the energy. All right, that's cool. Uh, he's I think he's got amazing time the same way that Steve Nash is an amazing passer. Absolutely. But until the rules change to open up the game, his passing, like you know, that flashiness doesn't help when this niggas tape to your, you know, your players. You know, all that cannon arm shit is cool, but if I'm pressing you consistently, like that shit's not amazing. You know what I'm saying? Like the older rules, like before they had all these changes, like that cannon arm. Like yeah, there were certain people who had amazing other stuff. Like Peyton Manning was just amazing. You know what I'm saying? But we've seen people with cannons and not be, you know, perform to the level of greatness. I think Mahomes is assisted by these rules so that his receivers who aren't as good like a Hardman or Robinson or Sammy Watkins or something, because obviously Hill has got, as you would say, generational speed. So it aids yeah, him in posting those stats. old rules, the only two that would really prosper would be Hill because you can't teach that type of speed and exactly. the fact that he can catch. And I think he will be even more limited because of the hits that he would get put on him. Oh, absolutely. And then Kelsey, because Kelsey, and Kelsey six, is a walking mismatch. Run routes. I think Kelsey's good in every error. Yeah, no. Mo, mo, Any error that consisted of passing to the tight end, he's good. Yeah, no. <laughs> no like, yeah, he's, I, I but agree. But his if you think about the older rule, exactly. Watkins not getting off. Robinson and Harmon are non-factors. But in this open league, which is basically almost a college game, it's more of a, it's like a sophisticated college game pretty much. And it, he's got, like I said, he's got the skills that fit perfectly in it. And he's producing the same way like you opened up the game. Now you got Amari. Like Sean Marion, you had Quentin Richardson, Joe Johnson. You had people with shooters, people who attacked the basket. You know, like it was perfect. It was a perfect fit for the time. And I, I also think um, next week would help, hopefully, if Chris Jones comes back. Because to me, Chris Jones is probably the second best nose tackle. Like Aaron Donald is the best. But I, I, I picked Chris Jones over Fletcher Cox. That's just me. And watch him play. That, that, that's my opinion. But even if you don't put him above Fletcher, they're top three. Yeah, I think I'll give Jones top three. I, I'm, I'm just, just because, especially in our division and the quality of backs that Cox has to play against. And, and I can accept that. Like, I'm not, I'll say that. Like, I've seen him do it you. twice against Zeke, twice against Saquon, twice against our run game. Right. No, and I, I'm not dissing that, but having him versus a Henry, because he wasn't even in. He was a, a late scratch in the team, uh, in the Texans game, but he definitely has to play against the Titans. Like, if there's no Chris Jones next week, bro, that is a huge problem. I tell you, this is, I tell you, like, remember when, I, when we talk about best college team of all the time, right? And I say, you know, I think Florida beats every team. It's like, yeah, certain teams are more talented, but all that talent doesn't get to be displayed if I don't give you the chance to. And I think that's the Titans. Like, all that defensive playmakers that they have on the back end, things like that, like that, that's not going to get displayed. All I got to do is keep handing the ball off to Henry. Like, you're not going to get a chance to pick Tannehill off. Yeah, and has, I mean, the biggest key is stopping Derrick Henry. If you can stop him, you good. Yeah. But that's not but just then an easy thing. Like, the oh, problem yeah, stop with that Derrick is, Henry, like, you win. That's, that's pretty hard, so. Exactly. And all, and then, like, all he got to do is hit them, hit AJ Brown deep one time. Or he'll just open the game one time, and you actually got to respect that. It's a wrap, bro. 
and it's funny because when the Chiefs they played early this year, and remember the Chiefs lost to the mm-hmm. Titans. So hopefully they use that momentum. Like they also lost to Houston this early this season because Houston like Tennessee out physical them. Mm-hmm. So they. Can, I think what also helped. I'm not trying to take away from Kansas City's drink, but Watt being coming off of the injury, I think helped that he's he wasn't able to play every down. Yeah. So I mean, but like I said, like maybe it's the playoffs. Like <laughs> suit up who you got. So like so, I said, I think that's the, yeah. <laughs> we'll see how that goes, and then. The last game, um, Seattle on Green Bay, you know, suit the Green Bay. The, the one Rogers. game that went exactly how I said it would go. Yeah. <laughs> A bunch of Devontae Adams. But here's the thing, like, for me, watching that game, and it was a good game, but I don't, I don't know, I'm just, I'm really starting to see the light on Aaron Rodgers. And I know you're probably like, where was this four years ago, five years ago, <laughs> three years ago? And Aaron Aaron had a, a, a decent game by his standards. Uh, Devontae was – he was carving up uh-huh. the Seattle secondary. But if you notice late, Seattle was coming back. And I give the Packers credit because when they needed to, they put him away. Because, man, if they didn't convert on a couple third downs and Russ got the ball back, they would have won, bro. I'm t- I tell people like this, bro. Aaron Rodgers is in the same boat. Is in, Well, he's not in the same boat. He's he's in the beginning of the process, whereas I think Brady's more towards the end of it. It's just like certain people. You're going to be a good – like Aaron Rodgers is still a good quarterback, right? Yeah. I think – we look at Mahomes and you think Mahomes is prime Aaron Rodgers, right? Like Mahomes is where peak Aaron Rodgers is, right? And I think Rodgers is having his LeBron moment now where it's like, yo, he's still posting up good stats, but you can see he's no longer able to do what he used to be. He's not a passing savant anymore. Like before we used to see him get the ball, like obviously like I always say, he was always strong receiver dominant with him with Jordy, you know, now him and Adams, but we saw him make plays to other targets like the James Joneses and Richard Rogers and stuff. And you're like, yo, he like he can make plays that no one else can make. Right now, he's just zeroed in on oh, as soon as Adams beats his man, I can get him the ball. Boom, boom. He's not making those type of plays with any other receivers. So it's like he's a sir. He's still a good quarterback, but he's no longer special. And to me, that's going to be the biggest challenge when they face San Fran. One, they got smacked by San Fran early this year because San Fran just out-physical them. Once they took Devontae away, that was the game. Yeah. They took Devontae away, their running game, which has been better this year than it has pretty much for the majority of the decade, was non-existent, and none Mm -hmm. of the receivers showed up to play. So Jimmy G just was cruising. And I feel like that's going to be the same thing that happens next week. That's what I said. I mean, the problem is Aaron Rodgers always has had a good passing offensive line. Like he's always had time in the pocket. Yeah. So, and like you said, when he played the 49ers, he didn't have none of that time. <laughs> so he died. Like, and, yeah, I, I think that happens again, which is going to mean I need Dan Henry to beat Bosa, man. <laughs> Because I will be damned if that nigga wins. 
fuck out of here. So no, I mean I, I definitely think like this this uh conference championship, we're gonna see something really great, you know, Chiefs Titans. That's that's gonna be a yeah, game. I think, yeah, physical for, game. I think that's, that's gonna, be, gonna a, be yo, that's gonna really be like John Henry versus the machine. Like, yo, can Derrick Henry really put up enough points to <laughs> go against my home? And enough points and control the clock. Exactly. Because, like, if Henry breaks off a bunch of runs that are big, it's going to be worse for him because he's going to get tired. And Mahomes can throw 60 yards. I I was watching uh, for uh, Undisputed. The Chiefs were were two of eight on third down conversions Sunday. Mm Mm-hmm. Think about that. They were twenty five percent on third downs. Yeah, and it didn't matter because they were scoring in two plays, three plays, four. That's plays. what I'm saying. The Chiefs are a big team. Like the Chiefs, just like yo, if the Chiefs remind me of, like I said, the Rams almost. Yeah. Obviously, their running back isn't that dynamic. I agree. As Falk, but like I, I agree. They just once they get you, it's over. Like, the moment the Rams started to score on you, it was like, oh, we broke your defense, 40 points. Soon as the Chiefs find a way to score on you, it's over. Like, you can stop the Chiefs and, like, okay, we got them in the third down. That means whatever you did, this drive has worked, and you get them off the field. Guess what? The next drive, okay, they figured it out. Like I said, Andy Reid, for all his faults, is an offensive genius. So once he sees, oh, cool, I'm going to just – Pick play, cool. Get Hill open. Boom. Okay, let's just eat them with Kelsey in the middle for the time being. And then do like he just he, he figures them out. And then Mahomes, when you got a quarterback that can carry out any vision that you have, it obviously helps. Like you like Mahomes, but I need you to do this, this, this. All right, cool. Three thousand bombs. So for me, like, I, I still have Kansas City. I think it's close. I think it's twenty four twenty. Kansas City. And then NFC, I think that's physical, but I think it's one-sided, man. I think the Niners win 27 uh, to 13. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm going to give I give the Niners. I'm going to give the Niners 31 to 10. 31 to 10, okay. And, and I'm going to give the um, Titans over the Chiefs. I'm going to give them 24. 21. Interesting. And I'll say this. This would be my only um, not, uh, my, my only thing on Mahomes until, you know, obviously, let's see what happens next week. If Mahomes were to win and then they go to Super Bowl and win, Mahomes isn't going to go. You know, I, I, I like to say that. But, <laughs> and I want to see if you agree, I think Mahomes, we would officially have to say he's having the best start of any quarterback since Kurt Warner. If he can win the Super okay. Bowl, yeah, he'll be on that, that Kurt Warner level of just like productivity where as long as he doesn't really mess up, he's a shoo for the Hall of Fame. That's, uh, that's a fact. But like if he, like you can only say Kurt Warner is, ha- is the only other quarterback to have a better start than him. Yeah, he's straight, straight to the Super Bowl. Yeah, like your first year you make Super Bowl, but think and, about it. I'm twenty. Then you were the greatest show on turf the very next year. Like I'm twenty five. I've won MVP. I would have won a Super Bowl. Um, 
I've thrown for 5,000 yards. I've thrown 50 touchdowns. Like, look at just the stats. Yeah. No, I'm saying, yeah, no, he definitely would have it. I just want to run that by you because I know how much the greatest cool. short turf means to oh, you. First of all, I mean, no, he's never going to top Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner did it from a grocery store. Okay? I mean, if he would have did it last year and then do what he's doing this year, that would have done it. Yeah, if he goes back to back, then, of course, he went. But the no, fact I, that, I like, agree. I just wanted to. And he didn't get back to back MVPs. I mean, neither did Kurt. But that's what I'm saying. If he did get back to back yeah. MVPs, then he could pass them. All right, so I wanted to run that by you. We got more uh, sports to talk about. Yo, we got some some breaking news, man. Uh, the first breaking news, shout out to the WNBA, man. Oh, yeah. That collective bargaining agreement is a major deal. One, yeah, from what I saw, yeah. So let's 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 put everything out there. They increased uh their salary cap to one point three million, which is a thirty percent increase. Their max salaries are now gonna be half a mil, which is tremendous. Yeah, um, I, I was I was like, yo man, there's no way that you should have a skill that you know, like be that level of skill and then have to do other stuff to support your family. Like come on. Right. So they've increased their max salary. The average rookie salary goes from 40000 to like 62000 which <laughs> is pretty much enough to live anywhere comfortably in this country. Um, they're now, instead of the 90-10 of TV revenue, they get 50-50, which is, what, which is kind of what the NBA has. Now, obviously, the NBA, more revenue. But getting a 50-50 split... That means it's, on a yearly basis, like, as long as that's, the NBA that's what helps to get more money to the players. More money. Um, no, I, I think it's great. It's, it's about time that the WNBA uh, gets this level of attention and dedication. Shoot, they even got the drink for the um. I seen the drink about uh, the moms and things. Yeah, they get paid like, maternity leave, which is insane. That that, that wasn't they, a thing. like that's wild. That like you could. There was like this said before. Like they owed them half the salary, but and it could be guaranteed. Now it's automatically guaranteed. Like imagine being a star player, you get pregnant, and they're like, all right, we might, you know, we pay you half. What? I'm gone. Like, that's, that's here's good. another thing. Every player gets their own room for the hotel. Do you know how wild that is, bro? Yeah, that's like, like I always say this. The WNBA is still in its infant stages compared yeah, to like the NBA. They've been, what, 20 years? Exactly. And the NBA started in what? 46, 47. <laughs> so, exactly. So, it was like... 20 years into the NBA, you we didn't see like it wasn't amazing. But they, if you, if since we already seen the NBA, like we should be able to build off of that. And yeah, the certain conditions that I didn't even know, like I like I'm gonna tell you, I was ignorant to so much that was going on in WNBA. I just thought like they just had a lot of the same accommodations that the men did. And they're talking about flights. They didn't get. I'm like, what? I mean, a lot of them didn't have team, like, they don't have, you know, like, most uh, franchises have their own, like, charter plane. Exactly. WNBA was flying commercial. Like, I remember Bomani Jones was like, yeah, uh, I was flying uh, from, you know, New York to Atlanta, and I ran to the Sparks because they got a game in Atlanta. <laughs> wow. 
Wow. Like, can you imagine just be like, yo, that's the Mystics on my flight? Like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, like, that just shouldn't happen. Like, like I said, I think mostly, I think the biggest thing is obviously the revenue change. I think, like I said, money drives changes. And I, and I think as the NBA drive continues to drive its presses on, the WNBA will get more and more um, popular too. And I think the NBA's players and stars are embracing WNBA more has helped. And hopefully that continued relationship is going to increase more like sponsorships and things and revenue for the WNBA, which, like I said, will go into the pockets. Will now go into the pockets of the players more. Like, damn, remember a ninety ten? Do you understand how how long an NBA lockout would be if the league came to the players and said ninety ten? <laughs> like what? We would never. We never play in ball. <laughs> we're like, fuck this. We just going to retire. <laughs> so you know that's huge, and then. Speaking of other breaking news, so let's let's look at Houston sports, right? Mm. Uh, the the Rockets, you know, missing twenty seven threes, losing three two to the Warriors. That's pretty bad. Without Kevin Durant, that was ugly. Right. So that's that's wild, right? If you look at the Oilers, thirty five three against the Bills, and then this past week up twenty four nothing, and you blow a lead, a twenty four nothing lead, not in the game, not even in a half. In a quarter, quarter. nine minutes. That was wild. And you think that's pretty wild. And the Astros was like, wait a minute, hold my beer, guys. (laughs) Um, for those who who didn't know, they they lost this championship. Rob is always gonna bring that up. Mm. But in the in twenty seventeen when they beat the Dodgers in seven and um they beat the Yankees in the uh in a or ALCS. ALCS, yeah. They freaking cheated. And they're like, yo, they stole signals. But not like stealing signals where, oh, we watched it on film. That's the signal. If we see that, do what we do. No, no, no. They had a machine put into, what is that, uh, Minute Maid Park? Yeah. So they used a, a machine that they only they could see and they used the trash can from their dugout to make certain noises to yep. let the uh, the hitters know what to look out for and that's how they won so hear me Bam. out Rob they they lose their first and second round picks for the next two drafts mm-hmm. they get fined 5 million which you know that's, that's nothing mm-hmm. but here's the kicker their general manager and and the manager, the um, their their skipper suspended mm-hmm. for a year, and the owner saw that and fired both of them, bro. Mm-hmm. But the main thing, the World Series has not been vacated. How do you feel? First of all, um, I want uh, I've always said fuck the Dodgers because fuck them, but. I don't know how I'd feel if I was a Dodgers fan. I'd be because pissed. as a Nationals fan, we were one game away from losing the World Series. And if we lost the World Series and then we found that they were cheating. Yeah. Fam, I'd, I'd be pissed. And the fact that they don't, they're taking it away. They're not, they're not taking away 
the World Series. Like, I don't even know, like, it's the same, because, like, it's the whole Vince Young, Reggie Bush thing, right? It's like, Vince Young gets the Heisman if Bush has to, um, if Bush is ineligible, ineligible. And he goes, yo, I don't want the Heisman, because, yeah, because at the end of the day, you played the whole season. And my nigga was better than you. But this is like, yo, like, you cheated. And I don't know how this series goes. In fact, we don't even know who you get to us without you you cheating. Think about it. I was watching First Take today, and and Max Kellerman uh, said it best. The games they lost to, um, they they lost to the Astros when they were on the road. They Mm -hmm. weren't like blowouts. They were like 2-1. Three, two, four, two. Like, mm-hmm. These are close games, but when they went to New York, they was getting smacked. This is what I'm saying. Eight, I zero, remember the six, series. One. These aren't I'm even talking games. to my man's like, yo, the Yankees are going to fuck them up. They keep cracking them, and then they go, like you said, they go to Houston and lose mad close, and you're like, how's this happening? Do you understand how I feel? Like, yo, you. That's crazy, and none of it's going to get vacated, huh? The thing about it, they didn't vacate that, but this is the same league that banned, banned Pete Rose. You banned Pete Rose. And you can't even against. He went. You can't even prove that he manipulated anything. But you banned him for life, right? He was betting on games he wasn't even a part of, but because you, because he was betting, you banned him for life. They were, they were literally manipulating they how these games were going. World go. Series for a whole postseason. It's fam a whole postseason, bro. It's like this: when you look at the Patriots, right, and you're like, "Yo, these dudes cheated," blah blah blah. blah. Right, remember the Flake Gate? If anybody had watched the game, it wasn't like Brady was prolific. They, LeGarrette Blunt had three touchdowns. Right, like, like the Flake Gate was with a joke a because ball. they lost fifty nine to seven. It's like, fam, you really can't come with this excuse. Is you getting mollywop fifty nine? Exactly. And at the end of the day, that wasn't the Super Bowl. If you lost a nail biter. And you found out that they had all of your playbook. Like, you remember, like, I remember how I felt as a person who liked the Raiders. And the rumor was that um, the Bucks had our playbook, that Super Bowl. Right. And I was like, you know, this is just, I just felt angry. Like, yo, what the, like, really? Like, yo, you just whoop us, you whoop us. But come on now, you're not about to cheat us. Like, fam, Yankee fans and Dodgers fans, it like, if they swept the Yankees or swept the Dodgers, that would be one thing. At a certain point, you just go, yo, they were just better than you. They were just better. They, they have some extra help, sure, but they beat you there, too, and just cooked you. You lost, nigga. But they won by the skin of their teeth. Both series. And was cheating. Like, come and on, And then bro. the coach that installed the system, and they still have to have rulings for him, so he might be the one that gets banned for life, went to the Red Sox the next season, and there are rumors that they did it too. And the Red yeah. Sox won last year. This is what I'm saying. It's crazy, like, bro. 
like, yo, you gotta, yo, he's he can never like. First of all, he can never be near a team again. Like, and you gotta do it no, with this. Because like at a certain point, yeah, like remember, like when steroids was pervasive in the um baseball culture, right? It was a big deal. But ultimately, yeah, you can crack things. But like, yo, you, we saw Mark McGuire hit mad homers. We also saw him strike out a bunch of times. So like, if you weren't a good hitter, like, yeah, you cracked more homers, but you weren't like you just automatically win. This is like next level and then to move from one club to the next you just won two world series back to back cheating like no if you want to call yourself America's pastime you gotta you gotta crack down on that like you can't cheat a championship yeah like nah that's crazy so yeah, we got you know two breaking things, man. I that that just shook me. I was like, wow. And then I think it makes the Nationals. I would still win like to say that we're the greatest team of all time. This team cheated too. Fuck that, and we won. And huh? not even that you won on the road. You won all, all your games on the road. Yo, you can't ever outclutch us. Like, we're the greatest of all time. I just want to point that out. I mean, you're not, but, you know. It is. We won against a cheating system on the road four times when it mattered the most. Yeah. Like, yo, fam. So, you know, salute to you guys. Before we get off sports, I told you Rob was wrong uh, multiple times this weekend. He, you know, we, we both predicted the Ravens would win and, and they lost. But he also predicted that Clemson would win, and they did not. Now let they me say cheated this. us. Let me before you go. Let me say this: there were some horrible calls from the refs. Huh? Hard, yo, huh? targeting might be the huh? worst rule in all of all like, of come on. college football, and really maybe all of football, because that clearly wasn't targeting. Come on, you want to throw a flag for that? Cool. I'd be mad. And that's bullshit like, anyway, but whatever. 15, all right. But really? But an ejection, bro? Really? That That's whack. Like, I understand we, we're not trying to get CTE and, you know, our, our mental health is important. But, fam, that's a bunch of crap. And then... That bomb to Higgins, that they Come on. offensive pass Come on. interference. What? When it was My clearly was defensive old. pass really? interference. Like this is what I'm saying. Like I'm not. Look, I don't cry. I try not to cry with sport, but come on, fam. If first of all, if you're gonna call that targeting joint, you should have called a hit early in that game when the Lions got cracked, and that could have been 15, and that would have kept another drive alive. But I digress. If you want to be dicks and call that targeting shit. But I'm. That's another thing. They called the whole touchdown pass. That's crazy. That was crazy. So I mean, man, it's what it is. Shout out to LSU. You got a national championship, man. Congrats, Burrow. You're like 42 years old, Perry Ellis. Go to the league. Um, and then who else is going to be your quarterback? I don't know. So fuck y'all, niggas. Trevor Lawrence. We gonna run this shit back next year. <laughs> What's up? I mean, at the end of the day, people were like, oh, Trevor had uh, a horrible game. He didn't have the best game ever, but LSU was strapping Bamas, yo. They were strapping Bamas. They played, they played a great game. 
And and you know we got to say this. I mean Alabama, Alabama, Clemson has a lot of talent. Etn one, I don't know why they stopped giving him the ball because they couldn't stop Etn. News to me. You know, so I, I give you that. But yo, AJ Terrell, bro, was getting cooked the whole game. It was like oh, yeah. LSU couldn't find. They they were like, man, we need one way to win. Oh, he's one on one with Chase. Touchdown. Y'all have him one on one again. Touchdown again. Y'all really gonna keep leaving him one on one. Touchdown was, again. <laughs> like at the point, I was like, yo, is no one gonna switch up the call? Whoever, right. I mean, Clemson's defensive coordinator, something got to go because he was getting cooked the whole like, game. But I, don't, I didn't fault him at first because, like, like you said, <laughs> you go with what you go with. You know what I'm saying? If, if somebody, if my man was a set down corner the whole year, I'm not about to bail on just because dude catch him one time, but dude clip you twice. Yo, today ain't your day. Three times, bro. That's it. Should never be three. He should, should be never targeted. Be three. I I agree with you, Rob. And they should have no targeted Chase. Top. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, no. Yeah, no, they, they did the thing. So, yeah. are, are you going to praise Joe Burrow because he is a, a Heisman Trophy winner? No. Why? Like his receivers made imaginary plays, bro. You could argue Moss he son had... was amazing. You could argue he had the single greatest college season ever, bro. I don't care. <laughs> I don't 60 care. touchdowns. In a loaded yes. offense. And then that, that's another thing. They're like, who had the better season? Cam Newton. Him, him or Cam. I'm like, fam, no disrespect to Joe Burrow. He had an amazing, like, with almost, what, 5,000 yards, 60 touchdowns, mm-hmm. five rushing touchdowns, only four picks. Like, oh, six, five, six picks, whatever. Like, that's that's mm-hmm. tremendous, right? A lot of those dudes that Joe Burrow played with just now, they're going to be future all pros. Maybe even one day a Hall of Famer. Like, those yeah. receivers were nice. His line is nice. That running back is dope. Every starter that Cam Newton played with offensively, they never <laughs> started in the league. Half of them didn't even make the league. Yeah. He literally played with bums in a talented SEC division and literally put the team on his back, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, bro, you had a good season. I don't care, though. You had a loaded team. But, I mean, shout out to you. You did what you were supposed to do. Yeah, it was it was crazy, man. But shout out Joe Burrow. I'm not gonna lie, I get the Gap video with him smoking the cigar, bruh. Just sitting there, like that's that's a fire image, bro. Like you old nigga. He not even oh he's 23, bro. He about to be 24 next. Year. Anyway, he a Heisman salute. Nah, so I tell you, I, no, we don't hype everyone. You know, you go up there with Eddie George and um, Mariota. With Eddie George, he had an undefeated season, bro. I don't care because I don't care about it. <laughs> That's All how right. you go up there. Rob Manziel, the who he who he hypes and who he doesn't. But I do. Yeah, you right. I mean, go ahead, go to the Bengals. Say the fuck you do with them. I mean, if he get AJ Green, he got AJ Green. Like they got some. Nigga, <laughs> AJ Green gotta get AJ Green. <laughs> Hey, hey, they play all man, year. What you mean? Hey, that's my man's. <laughs> Hollow man. All right. Well, before we get up out of here, is there anything else you really want to talk about? Like, uh, 
the Oscars nomination? Do you, do you care? No. What the fuck about? I don't care about the Oscars, man. They don't care about us, clearly. Shout out to the Joker, man. You know, eleven nominations, bro. That's that's freaking crazy. Joaquin about to win his first uh, Oscar. Salute. They always talk crap about DC movies. We don't got it. They're got ass. Nominate. The end. Did your movie get eleven nominations? I don't think so. That's how you know it's trash because only the movies in the Oscars get <laughs> nominations be trash. The gray and shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with these niggas? Yo, DC movies is ass, and they know it. They're not. <laughs> They're ass. Stop it. Name me five good ones. Go. Okay, The Joker, Dark Knight, <laughs> Superman 1 and 2. <laughs> That's a lie. Superman <laughs> 1 and 2 with they freaking, were not um, good. Christopher Reeves isn't great, bro. What? We're bringing serious? those out? They're, they're oh, DC, you, you, right? You, you, I'm trying to. All right, you know what I meant, but you trying to be an asshole. Man, it still was dope. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Man, it still wasn't dope. It's Batman easily bought dope. Man, Fam, man, man, is still was dope. Is, if we compared it to the Marvel, the MCU, it's bottom tier clearly. Like it's not it bottom, be bottom three. It would be. It may tier. be better than Age of Ultron. Maybe. We got Ooh. better villains. Who the Riddler? Shut up. Thanos beats all of y'all. Y'all had to get a god level tier villain to finally be our. You got the penguin. Shut up. You're pink. Who who are your villains? Go. Shoot. The Joker better than pretty much everybody. Shut up. The Joker. The Joker is a sadistic. He's a sadistic human being. Shoot him in the head. <laughs> the Joker on screen, both Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix, was a better villain than everybody. In- First of all, no, it wasn't. Loki's that nigga. He's not better than the Joker. <laughs> what? Y'all overhyped the Joker like hell. He is a crazy human being. Kill him in the series. <laughs> Next. Like he's not like I like Loki. Ass Loki's ass. a cool villain. Their ass, bro. Killmonger was overrated. And Ultron is dope talking about comics, but they ruined him. Who is y'all? But who do y'all have? The Joker. One. I'll let you get that off. Who else? (laughs) All right. So if we go on Aquaman, what, uh, Manta Ray? Like, that's Black Manta, bro? Like, no one cares about Aquaman. Next. Yo, y'all ass. Stop. Iron Man. Better than all of y'all. Really? Because his mean? villains were definitely trash. Whoa. He had a whole nigga who turned to a bomb. And he had a nigga who had electric whips. What? They ruined the Mandarin, bro. They ruined him. He was trash. <laughs> like, let's, let's, no, the Mandarin in real life is a dope villain. I'm not discrediting him. Are we talking the movie, bro? He was super trash. It don't, yo, you got the penguin. Shut up. <laughs> yo, like, man, yo, you got to become man. Got so many fire villains, bro. No, they don't. They really Stop. do, bro. You haven't named anybody. The penguin is your man. Shut up, Two Face. The nigga is a burn victim. Shut up. Two Face is hard. Mister Freeze. Two Face saw hard. me. I shoot a bullet through the other side. Mister Freeze. You have Frozone. You have a rogue Frozone. Shut up. (laughs) 
Thanos out here throwing planets, and your nigga got a rogue frozen. This ain't the Incredibles. Fuck you. I mean, if we want to talk that, freaking Superman got the dopest villain, bro. Dark side, one of the realest villains of all time, bro. And we talk about we're talking in what movie? And planets. What Dark movie, side, bro? He ain't lit. We ain't seen that. <laughs> Yeah, you lost. What's wild is because they base Thanos off Dark Side, so when y'all see Dark Side, they're gonna be like, yo, he a fake Thanos. It's trash, bro. <laughs> Buying our style. You've been on our dick, nigga. You love our style. <laughs> <laughs> Whack ass DC. Them comics was the. They better stick to the TV shows. So we'll see, man. But, um. Yeah, anything else you want to talk about? You want to get straight to the shout outs, bro? Uh, you go. Yeah, we go straight to the shout outs. There really ain't no music. Yeah, there's, there's no music really coming out. I mean, we could talk Life is Good, the Drake Future record. I liked it. It's not their best record, but it's it cool, was though. Trash. Like, Future was, was trash. Entertaining. Um. The first part was hard with Drake, and then the beat switches, and Future did his thing. And it was trash. Shit was it's ass. funny. Even Ellie hit me. He was like, you know, when Drake and Future get on a record, like I like Drake part, but Future, he could have came harder, man. I was like, really? Like, it was this track? It was like, yo, I'm really listening to this for the next ten minutes of my life. That shit was just like, yo, shut up. That shit wasn't tough. Drake's part was hard. So yeah, other than that, hey, we didn't mention this last week, but we need to uh, get our listeners on this uh, 5K slash 10K savings challenge thing, bro. I think we should do that yeah, as a man. podcast, man. Save some coins up. That would be nice. So for those um, who may not know, shout out uh, Hall Pass. They're a dope uh, clothing brand that. Uh, they make A and T and and no kind of central paraphernalia, and uh, she posted her name is Karma. She posted something like, "Yo, we should all like try to save some money," and it's like week by week what you have to save to to make you know to save five thousand or to save ten thousand in the bank. So I was like, you know, I'm a, I'm gonna do that, and I, I really want to encourage our, our listeners to do it. So what I'll I'll try to do. I'll try to uh, put the tweet of when I tweeted it in the description, and every week just check in and and you guys see if y'all rock with it. If not, I might try to include a secret sale uh, for the people actually actively doing it um, with our merch. So you know, look out for that. But yeah, let's definitely try to save some money and, and let's be accountable. Twenty twenty, let's hold each other accountable. Like I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna rob. Like yo, man, we gotta save this money. Let's get this bread, bro. Yeah, man. Financial. Generational wealth, that's the key. So, um, definitely that. And then, on a, I guess we're gonna do shout outs on a personal note. I had surgery, uh, over the week, over the weekend on Friday. My shoulder, for those who, who know me, it's been messing up, uh, 2019. Messing so, up. That's yeah, an understatement of the year so far. Sure, I'll take that. <laughs> so I got surgery to uh, repair the tears and repair the tissue. And um, yeah, twenty twenty. You know, hey, bro, if your arm fell off, you could be a DC victim, a villain. 
What? <laughs> I'm like, one armed bandit or some dumb shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, for people who know who have been like, you know, reaching out, I, I appreciate it. Um, it's been a nice, it's been good to have this week off. So I'm like, y'all got to watch college football. I got to watch Division Car Weekend and not go to work. Like, this is great. So, um, just strengthening and getting better day by day. Uh, but yeah, if you made this far, we appreciate you listening. And I appreciate everyone who's been buying, supporting the merch. Um, the link is in the description. Go, go buy some, buy some for your, for your family, for your friends. More designs coming soon. Also, Rob and I, we want to do special episodes once a month. We got a, a real adult one we're planning as we speak. And that's going to come very soon. So look out for that. And, uh, yeah, man, we're just trying to push the bar. A hundred episodes is, is coming up real soon, actually, to be here. That's crazy, month, so right? We might do a special sale or something. And, um, yeah, man, other than that, we appreciate you guys listening. I'm going to throw it to Rob for the shout-outs. And I'm going to let Rob choose the song that we're going to end on. So, floor is yours, Rob. Shout out to the fans, man, in the words of Jarrell. If you listen to us, much love. Supporters. don't have fans, bro. I got fans. I don't know what you mean. I'm out of here. I'm a real ass nigga. (laughs) Say nah. But nah, man. Yeah, shout out to anybody showing the support, man. 2020, it's all about uplifting, raising each other up, man. So that's always a plus. Um, shout out to us like I said consistency is key as always putting that work in this episode should be nice that we got for y'all in the stash coming up so that's it shout out to 2020 man looks bright most definitely what, what's the song we ended out on bro man the song we ended out on is off of Davies newest album survival what's going on Davies future and fabulous it's hard there you have it uh, thank you guys for listening until the next time peace peace yo you know that bitch come on son you know I know this bitch you know that bitch we used to see her at the store every morning the two four aggressive exactly I used to fuck her sister but you ain't know that though we gonna do tellies upstairs with Chetty upstairs with Christian Dior, probably my sin. Five percent tenth, that money dirty, gotta get rinsed. I'm probably in Philly, Auntie Block, high eating fish. Down in my wrist, better than the block pumping, trying to get rent. Not in my circle, then you trying to get spent. Just trying to get rich. Pull up, knocking Gladys on niggas. The way we living might embarrass you niggas. Might fade the black on you niggas. Depressed faces, they sad, mad I actually did it. The only doubt I went and tatted my neck. Pinky ringing, me and four ladies at brunch. Got attitudes like they came on the bus. Can't make this up. Cigar smoke lingering. This gun on me large, it's not medium. Just got off them papers, he's smoking weed again. They was calling me broke, catch a shot over that nautica boat. I'm a wolf, never call me the goat. They all wanna know.
outside different. They calling us when the vibe drifting. We the way that got the tide shifting. I move weight, never try lifting. Never leave it, gotta ride with them. You nosy niggas probably try sniffing. Real tissue, the bros are wiping nose. Making friends with the money, expose all type of foes. I be super fly, these hoes just wipe my clothes. She's an easy target, you post the sniper those in the rows doing 60, bumping that Nipsey. Shorty with me, kinda tiny, when drinking she tipsy. Always think she knows something, be calling a gypsy. Told her, believe it or not, she calling me Ripley. Aliens, get ahead out of this world. Took you to the Prada store, cause I'm proud of you, girl. Bet you don't know, probably cause it's too slept on. This that dope that make the block get they two step on. You'll catch on. Bet you don't know. 